0: Hey folks, happy Saturday morning rant. Before I get into my rant, I want to say I know there's people out there living with depression and anxiety and it's the holiday time. Take care of yourself. Surround yourself with people who give a fuck about you. Um, I want to talk about Nick Turner at the Vera Institute, which is kind of weird. Nick and I are cool you know, we've had our bumps in the road. I remember when I was doing the work to close Rikers with others, um, I was trying to get New York City down to 3,500 beds and Vera Institute was suggesting we needed like 6,000 beds. And I was like, yo, like, what the fuck, Nick? Um, But he was trying to make the point that the research suggested that that's what we needed. We disagreed, but we weren't disagreeable with each other. And so more recently, Nick actually made a public statement pushing back on someone named Jennifer motherfucking Doliak. So Jennifer Doliac, with all due respect, because you're supposed to say that before you disrespect somebody, is the executive vice president of justice at Arnold Ventures. That's some X-Men shit. That's a really big title. But I want to respect her title, executive vice president. of justice. And she's at a foundation that says that it maximizes opportunity and minimizes injustice who the fuck can't get behind that i'm all into opportunity i actually think that we're intellectually dishonest about how we ended up with mass incarceration and that part of it is that you know black and brown people poor white people rarely have access to opportunity and i think yeah slimming down our justice system makes sense but be honest about how we got here and create opportunities for people so who can't get behind a foundation that's interested in opportunity and minimizing injustice me here's why In the beginning, when Arnold Ventures came on board, they were really big on this notion of, you know what, we're going to use technology to get judges to make less racist decisions and to get other people who operate in the criminal justice system to make less racist decisions. And that technology is the answer to 400 years of slavery in the United States. Except the data underlying your technology is just as fucking racist as the judge sitting there uh, in his black robe or in her black robe. And so... You know, the advocacy community pushed back. Um, The world got super progressive. Uh, George Floyd got killed. Um, uh, A movement built around criminal justice reform. The progressive left really had their way for a while. And I think the foundation was pressured into doing some other shit. Like funding advocacy, funding organizing, funding activism. And funding shit that I think they begrudgingly funded. They don't believe in building power. They believe in keeping power where it belongs with... You know, white people in the United States. Like, that's genuinely who they are. And I feel sorry for the black and brown folks that are working there that might listen to this. I really have respect for y'all, but I actually think you want to think hard about where the fuck you work and who you work for. And I also realize that I've positioned myself financially to have fuck you money, to be able to say this kind of shit, and that y'all need jobs. I respect that. But I actually think Arnold Ventures is now trending in the wrong direction and there is no more, you know, pressure like the George Floyd moment is over and the George Floyd fellowships are dissipating and the DEI positions are are gone increasingly. And I think that this foundation is digging in its heels on where it started at this idea that somehow you're going to use technology to make our justice system more equitable, maybe a little bit, but. You know, I'm not anti-technology. I'm not anti-AI. But I'm not a fucking idiot either. So anyway, Jennifer Doliak, aka Research Karen, decided to come out and publicly disparage Vera's study. Vera's recent study said that incarcerated students who enroll in college are 66% less likely to re-offend and get reconvicted once of a new offense once they leave prison. I think this research was done... 30 something years ago I remember when Pell Grants were taken away back in what was it 1994 I benefited from earning a quality two year liberal arts education but I remember the research said pretty much the same thing 30 something 40 years ago but Vera did its own study they used best practices propensity score matching research to make the case that 66% of people are not gonna get a new case and she came out publicly on fucking Twitter of all places X and said that Vera engages in research malpractice. Well, if you know anything about Vera, if they don't have research, they ain't got shit. That's just who they are. That's the core of who they are. They do some other things, they do some important stuff, but they're really a research institution. They've been around for a really long time, founded by a good friend of mine who's now dead, herb Herbsters. What an insult to his legacy. Um, but yeah, so I hear the name Jennifer Doliak, Research Karen. And I'm like, I feel like I know Research Karen. And I'm like, oh yeah, eight fucking years ago, there was this thing called Ban the Box, which was created by formerly incarcerated people out in Oakland. Um, And Ban the Box, the idea that employers should find job applicants otherwise qualified before they take into account their criminal conviction so that you can isolate when the criminal conviction is taken into account as a way to have people fairly compete for a job who the fuck can't get behind that i'll tell you who research karen her research says that if you force employers to not do background checks then they're going to assume every niggas is is is, uh, a criminal and then they're just going to not give a job to no niggas at all that was her research in a nutshell putting that aside i said to her on twitter 8 fucking years ago okay well let's talk about other values of banda box banda box was a campaign that went from like church basement out in Oakland to the mouth of the president of the United States. It became federal policy. Many employers in jurisdictions around the country, entire states decided to adopt, ban box. Don't you see value in a public messaging campaign that educated Americans about the importance of job seekers with criminal records being able to work as a way to reduce recidivism? She was like, no, my nigga. No, I don't. I was like, well, hold up. I also came out of prison years ago and started working at a nonprofit public interest law firm. How about the value of the lawyers, public interest lawyers, civil rights lawyers, of being able to isolate when the criminal record is taken into account so that if you're doing litigation or you're filing a case with some public agency, you're able to really point to where the employer made the decision so you know that they didn't just consider the criminal record and they might have taken other things into account like uh, age at the time of conviction, evidence of rehabilitation, and some of the other things that job seekers should take into account, whether the person's otherwise qualified for the job. And she was like, no, my nigga. In fact, she actually called me a fucking asshole back then. But let's fast forward now to last week or so. So Nick writes this uh, pushback on her insult to the Vera Institute and really describes the research that they did. Again, propensity score matching, which is wildly, widely used, widely accepted. It's credible research method for people in the field. And it's where you use statistical techniques to like construct an artificial control group by matching... Each treated unit with a non treated unit of similar characteristics. That sounds complicated. It is fucking complicated, but at the same time, you know what it is? It's quasi research that ensures that you don't engage in ethical problems when you're doing research. Think Tuskegee experiment, because that is the level of rigor that Research Karen is looking for and moving the entire foundation towards. Randomized control trials. The thing where you don't even have to strike a balance between informed consent and blinding because you essentially don't give a fuck about the ethical challenges of being able to do so. You don't care about things like withholding treatment, withholding opportunity to people. A foundation that says they care about opportunity, she doesn't seem to give a damn about withholding opportunity from people. She doesn't seem to care about informed consent challenges that are created by this gold standard. She doesn't seem to care about equity and justice. She doesn't seem to care about vulnerable populations. Why would she? She's a white woman. She's a fish and she doesn't know she's wet. Why She doesn't seem to care about post-trial access. She doesn't seem to care about the long-term consequences of putting people in control group when they might not even understand that they're being put in a control group and the vulnerability of people who are actually incarcerated. The power dynamic at play between researchers, the Department of Correction, and people who are actually serving time. No, it seems like Jennifer Doliak, a.k.a. Research Karen, is more interested in using the Arnold Ventures resources to move us all towards what she would probably call specialized police departments known as pre-crime units that use uh, psychics called precogs to really predict and prevent crimes even before they happen. That's really interesting. Where have I seen that before? Oh, Tom fucking Cruz in a movie called Minority Report. Is that where you were really going, research Karen? Because I don't want to be any part of that. I don't want to be any part of that. Like you're at this foundation under the guise of creating equity by using technology. And instead you're diving, you're you're really diving into all these themes of free will, ethical dilemmas, and and even the consequences created by relying on technology by law enforcement without relying on uh, things like making sure that you're actually being equitable and that you're actually considering where this data came from and and, and the fact that your data that you started with Uh, itself is inequitable but you know what jennifer called me a fucking asshole years ago last week apparently someone showed her my tweet um and she decided to respond and her response was you know what i don't block people who disagree with me i only block assholes well jennifer research karen assholes are actually really important it's shit that goes down the toilet and gets flushed. And I would argue that much of what you've done in your career is shit. And we should actually flush it down the toilet. I'm not even gonna spend time on this rant talking about you totally destroying uh, research in the past that has shown that if you engage in harm reduction and if you use medication to save the lives of people who are overdosing, that that has value. No, because your research, your gold standard racist Tuskegee, fucking research essentially says that you don't give a damn about people overdosing and saving lives because you have your gold standard white supremacist thinking about what should be of value to black and brown people and unfortunately the very the the arnold ventures has decided that you should be the person in charge of 10 million dollars at one of the largest Uh, criminal justice reform foundations in the space, making decisions about what has value and what doesn't. Guess what? Everything you can measure doesn't have value and everything that has value can't be measured. Anyway, This message is not just for Jennifer Doliak, AKA Research Karen. This message is also for anyone out there who's not slowing down long enough to ask themselves whether their privilege is in the way of them doing the right thing when they are in a position where they have to make ethical decisions that affect the lives of black, brown, and poor white people who don't have the privilege of drawing the fucking line in the sand that you're drawing as an ethical economist researcher. I may not be as smart as you about that sort of shit, but I am better than you around my ethics and what I believe in and what I care about. And you are not adding value to the criminal justice reform movement. You are actually doubling down on the kinds of policies that got us here in the first place. So to everyone else who's listening, I appreciate the fact that y'all always have my back. I get such good feedback on these rants. I got to admit, like, if I didn't fucking make enough money by starting two businesses so I could have fuck you money, I wouldn't even be able to do this. I understand what it's like to be trapped in a situation where you can't even click like on this fucking tweet because you're so scared that Jennifer Doliak, aka Research Karen, sees it and terminates you or takes away your grant. I get that dynamic. I know it exists. I used to play the game. I used to be all suited up, minority Negro, having to kiss the ass of a lot of these white philanthropists, women who were forcing me to do things the way they wanted to do it when i knew in my heart there was a different way to do it i did as much as i could and tried to get away with it for as long as i could but i also realized that a lot of you are still suffering under that regime so i respect you i know how hard it is for you if you can click like at least hit me in the dms and tell me you you see some value in what it is that i'm doing here and the rest of y'all it's Saturday. I get to go enjoy my weekend. Don't let nobody steal your rainbow. If you're feeling depressed, find a place that has sunshine, a place that makes you feel good. Don't delve into that depression. Don't get all caught up in the holiday bullshit. You ain't got to worry about no holiday. You ain't got to buy no gifts to nobody. You ain't got to fucking put up a tree. You ain't got to do none of that shit. You just got to love yourself. Anyway, peace. i see y'all next week.